Good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you this evening. Boy, have had some issues here trying to get things accomplished. We had a little technical difficulties, had to work our way through there. Uh, shutting the computer on and off a few times. What frustrates me, I'm not a real technical genius here. And, man, things get above my head and then I get frustrated. I just want to throw stuff out in the yard. But I managed to to work my way through, so we're gonna we're gonna see if we can drop this podcast tonight and uh, tomorrow. Maybe will be a better day. So, with that, let me share with you one that I've gotten prepared here called "Thy Will Be Done." Now, we've recently talked about God's will and what God's will means. What what the word "will" actually means. The God's will we've learned is God's want for us or God's choice for us. So when the, when the word says, thy will be done, it's God's want for our life, his choice for us. Now, obviously, he created us with our own choice. So we've got to kind of sort that out. And But, you know, I preached a message just recently called my will or his will. Uh, maybe you could dig back into that one and check that one out. But tonight we're going to look at thy will be done. Thy will be done is one of the requests of the Lord's Prayer, right? In part, Jesus taught his disciples to pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 through 10. There's a lot involved in the Lord's Prayer, and I may speak that again soon because I have a message about that. But I want to talk about this today. Jesus himself pleaded for God's will to be done in the Garden of Gethsemane. Prior to his crucifixion, he prayed, My Father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, not my want, Lord, but your want, your will. Matthew twenty six thirty nine. Jesus was committed to seeing God's will accomplished, and the prayer, Thy will be done, was a theme of his life. He was constantly saying, Thy will be done, Father. Most simply to pray, thy will be done, is to ask God to do what he desires. Of course, we're praying to the God who said, let there be light, and there was light, Genesis 1-3. So we know that what this sovereign decree will be accomplished, whether or not we pray for it or not. But, but there's another aspect of God's will, which we'll call his revealed will or his perceptive will. This is God's will that he has revealed to us, but that he does not force upon us. For example, it is God's will that we speak the truth in love, Ephesians 4.15, and that we do not commit adultery, 1 Corinthians 6.18, or get drunk, Ephesians 5.18. When we pray, thy will be done, we are asking God to increase righteousness in the world, to bring more people to repentance, and to further the cause of the kingdom of his Son. We pray, thy will be done, we acknowledge God's right to rule. We do not pray, my will be done, we pray, thy will be done, asking that God's will be done in is demonstration of our trust that he knows what is best. It is a statement of submission to God's ways and his plans. We ask for our will to be conformed to his. The Lord's Prayer begins by acknowledging God as Father in heaven. Jesus then models petition uh, presenting three requests to the Father. One, that God would cause his name to be hallowed. In other words, as Albert Moeller explains, that God would act in such a way that he visibly demonstrates his holiness and his glory. 
Secondly, that God would bring his kingdom to earth. That is, that the preaching of the gospel would convert sinners into saints who walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, and that God would rid the world of evil and create the new heavens and new earth, where God will dwell with his people, and there will be no more curse and no more death. See Revelation chapter 21, verse 22. Thirdly, that God's will would be done on earth as it is in heaven, Matthew 6.10. In heaven, the angels perform God's desire completely, joyfully, and immediately. What, what a world this would be if humans would act in this manner. As a point of clarification, thy will be done is not an impassive prayer or resignation. Jesus' prayer in Gethsemane was not a passive or fatalistic in the least. He, he bared his heart before the Father, and he revealed his ultimate desire for God's will to be done and accomplished. And, and the, the prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane, in my opinion, is one of the coolest places because we see Jesus as his most human form because it's exactly what we would do. Jesus knew what was coming, right? So he's simply praying, God, if there's any other way, he, he's asking his Father if there's any other option, let's choose that. But he completes that prayer with not my desire, God, not my want, but your want be done, your choice be done. Praying thy will be done acknowledges that God has more knowledge than we do and that we trust his way is best. And it is a commitment to actively work to further the execution of God's will. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 through 2 says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve that God's will is his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Understanding who God is. We submit ourselves to him and allow him to transform us. The more we know God, the more readily our prayers will align with his, uh, with his will, and we can truly pray, thy will be done. We can approach God in confidence that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. 1 John 5, 14-15. Again, we've got to understand that if we ask anything according to God's desire for us, God's want for us, God's choice for us, He will hear us. By faith, we know that praying, Thy will be done, is the best thing we can ask for. Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to His power that is at work within us, to Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. It's Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 through 21. God's will be done. His desire, His want, His choice for us. Thy will be done, Father. If we could simply get a grip on this, if we could learn to pray in such a fashion, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Holy are you. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I encourage you to really dig deeply into this. Think about what his will is versus your will. When we pray, you know, Jesus taught his disciples, when you pray, pray like this. He wasn't telling them to just pray that prayer. He was telling them to pray like this, that God, we understand who you are. We understand that you're holy. And God, we want your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Not my will, not Johnny's will, not Bob's will. Your will be done in all things. Jesus understood this, and he's asking us to understand it as well. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for following along. Thank you for for bearing with us on nights of struggle. <laughs> and uh, keep praying for us, please. We are uh, we are on a journey. Have no idea exactly where God's leading us. We're just following Him, doing what He's asking us to do, trying to follow His will for our lives. Amen. Ron and I love you. We're praying for you. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.